Welcome to Opinion Havers, a movie podcast for movies that weren't even directed by Orson Welles. I'm Cody. And I'm Tyler. Tyler, what did we watch? We watched The Third Man. I Perfect. Uh, no, hold Tell on. Tell me. No. What? Tell me. Cody, did you not, did you really, <laughs> is that just now that you realize that? That it's you're yeah like, okay what Let's talk he's about not this. even the director because Cody yeah here's he's the thing not. <laughs> he's not the director it was directed by he's Carol not Reed. the you're director like, oh, never heard of her well first off his Man. name is Carol Reed a man named Carol directed this movie and I'm so upset because I'd seen so many lists of people like Orson Welles he's a legendary director you know he's done Citizen Kane the Third Man and others you know and I'm like great. He's just in the third, and I get it, right? He helped write it, whatever. I don't think Orson Welles is actually legendary because everyone's saying this is his best movie and he didn't even direct it. What a sham. You know, what a charlatan, what a liar. He's been lying to all of us the whole time. Tyler, tell me, what what's this movie all about? Cody, Give me a rundown. This movie is set in Vienna. In Austria. Which is in. Cool. I knew that already, Cody. Cody, you're going to come at a guy who is into history, specifically as a man into war history, which obviously includes both world wars and has read several massive, like the kind of books that history professors read about World War One. Nobody reads stuff about World War One. Cody, I think France were the bad guys in World War One, and this movie proves it, okay? Now, it feels like it takes place after World War One or after World War, but not World War Two, right? But it feels like it's it came out when it would be believably set around World War Two. But like, anyway, point is, I know where Vienna is. Okay, that's what I'm trying to say. Fun fact: all the worst Germans you've ever heard of—they're all Austrian, all of them. Okay. There's at least two that are very famous, both Austrian, okay? And you well, thought... Well, Tyler, I think that's your best synopsis yet. <laughs> Do you want to tell me your hot take on the movie? Did you love it? Did you hate it? You know, where'd you stand? I hate that I like black and white movies. I hate it. I don't want to like them, okay? Because they're so, like... Hey, let's spend three hours... But they never spend three hours. That's the problem. That's why it's hard to hate them. Okay. Let's spend an hour on this thing and then just be like, yeah, none of that mattered. Anyway, check <laughs> this out. Right. <laughs> oh, hold on, Tyler, Cody. No, I mean, no. Why do you even? My question is, why do you even bother watching movies in color? Because every time we bust out one of these oldies in black and white, you're like, you know, it was a good one. I don't. I think you're an old soul, and you just, you just never knew it, you know? I think I've taught that to you about yourself. But I liked black and white movies before we met. I just never watched exactly, them. Exactly, exactly. I, I taught it to you. once told, I was talking to my grandmother. Yes. From the, you know, this woman, old. Hmm. Very old, right? Mm-hmm. She, uh... 
She, I see. We were talking. I told her that I liked a certain movie, a certain black and white movie, and she looked at me and she was like, "I think my parents liked that movie." <laughs> and I thought to myself, "Grandma, they didn't have movies when you were a kid," which is not true. You know, they've had movies for a long time. But you know, <laughs> you're drunk, Grandma. Go to bed. Yeah, this is like. My here's the thing. Here's what people don't understand. My grandpa bombed Nazis in World War II. That's how like offset of a generation that I am is that we're Cody. We're young bucks. We're children out here. We're little boys, right? We're little guys, right? We are young, hip, jiggy with it dudes. Okay. Yeah. And my grandpa blew up. Germans when it was cool to do that okay that's you know what did your grandpa do to the Germans in World War II Cody nothing Cody because he was I don't know what was he 20 40 he fought 85? in the Korean War oh I know Korea you know right Cody this movie not set in Korea that was a different movie oh, let's man. talk about was, your though, hatred ooh-wee. Yeah, no, look, I I agree wholeheartedly about um, your dislike for Austrians in general. No, just kidding. Um, I liked the movie, and just like you, you know, there's a certain point in the movie where there's a turn, and then, you know, it goes from, like, an interesting movie to a great movie, you know? That's all. I, I thought it was great, but also, you know, why'd we take an hour to get to the good bits? But the good bits, they're pretty good. I liked them a lot. Yeah, they're pretty good. Carol. Oh, Carol. Why didn't you let Orson Welles direct this? You know, he wrote it. He's in it. So what's your problem? You know? But he's uncredited as the writer, which means here's the thing, okay? No, no, let's back it up. I don't think Orson Welles wrote this movie. I think Orson Mm. Welles refused to deliver his lines as written in the script, and he was (laughs) in the movie. I bet he wasn't even supposed to be dead in the original script. And they were just like, you know, it was a real apocalypse now. You think they shot his three scenes, and they were like, you know what? (laughs) We got to redo the rest of this movie so we can get him out of the first hour of this. He was supposed to be like a, you know, hometown (laughs) hero, like just the best salt of the earth. And they were just like, man, you made this guy so unlikable. That we just gotta, you know, we gotta make him a bad dude. Yeah. That's what I think happened. Here's the messed up thing. Under Orson Welles' writing credits, he has an upcoming writing credit, and it says inspired by, as the, like, what did he do? And I hate that. This man has a writing credit from 2018. I don't know if you're aware of this, Cody. Well, didn't he work think. on his last movie right before he died, but then he did die, and then he didn't, and then his granddaughter or daughter was like, they didn't dirty or something. There was like a documentary about it or something. I don't know. The man died in 1985. Exactly. Did he? That's what it says right here. It says October maybe 10th. He shot, maybe he shot a bunch of it and never finished it, and they thought about putting it out or something. I don't know. Something was going on with it. This man is so round. Right? Like, he's a very round person. Yeah. Why? 
His name's not even Orson. You know, that's what's messed up. Ugh. Nickname? The Great One. Go. Go to. Just F off. You know, IMDb. Amazon, you can go suck a fat one with that. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, no. Don't get Amazon on our bad side, dude. That's all we have going for us is our good relationship with Bezos. Bezos, he doesn't run Amazon anymore. We can trash talk him. You know, who cares? Wait, no. We're trash talking Amazon. We still like Bezos. Never mind. We love you, Daddy Bezos. Jeffy? Jeffy boy? I'll let your freakish alien hand hold my hand. Remember that time he went in space in a phallic rocket? Remember that? You remember the time NASA redefined what an astronaut is just to make it so him and all the other <laughs> billionaires aren't astronauts? <laughs> <laughs> Got him. Yeah. Oh, I hate this fact, but you know it. it. You know that he was the first choice for Darth Vader. And then like Who? Orson Welles. Orson Welles. Oh, I thought you were say Jeff Bezos. I no. was like, no way. Call BS. No, I'm, no we're back on Can Orson Can you Wells. imagine? I, a pubescent Jeff Bezos is Darth Vader. I try. I do every day. You know, it's part of my morning. Orson Welles is Darth Vader. But instead, they're like, let's give this <laughs> no. this this kid, this young buck, this this small child off the street. Let's give him twenty bucks and have him read the lines instead. Remember when? Um, Darth Vader had an Irish accent, and they were like, we're going to dub over all this, right? And they're like, yeah, 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 don't worry about it. We'll fix it in post. <laughs> I, look, I, yeah, let's talk about that for a second, all right? I was talking to my wife earlier about we all sat and we all hated on the prequels, and what, yeah, what did we all learn? We all learned that, turns out, they're not that bad, and now everybody loves them, and they're great. Uh, I, I strongly disagree with your conclusion, but carry on. My point is, Cody, do you hate the prequels still? Yeah. Based on the vast majority of people in the world, you're wrong and you're stupid and you're a hater. So I just need you to understand that. All right. Because everybody me, that's in look, the past. Let me level set here. Still hating Did on Did the it? prequels have great lightsaber fights? Yes. Was that enough for me as a child to love them? Yes. Carry on. But they're better than the sequels. And the sequels will be better than whatever comes next. Remember when Ryan Johnson made a Star Wars movie? It sucked. It was so bad. No, it's good. I liked it. But here's the problem. Here's the problem. Mm. Disney, listen up. You suck. Bob Iger, okay. No, no. Hold on. We're getting even deeper into it. Everybody's like, oh, Walt nazi you know i'm gonna say it right now walt made it very clear in 1940s that he was not a nazi but you know who has made it abundantly clear in 2000s in the 2020s that he is a nazi is bob Iger. i said it cody oh i've thrown it i've thrown it in his face the man's a leech he is probably the weird clone of Hitler crossed with Walt Disney. That's what I think he is. Anyway, Cody, now that we both agree on that. Anyway, my point is George Lucas did something with those prequels. <laughs> this is what he did. He said to everything, we'll fix it in post because 
let's talk about these animations. Everybody, let's talk about the pair scene. Everybody knows the famous pair scene from the second movie, the worst of every Star Wars movie. I've I actively skip it every time. It's a prequel. It's a prequel. It's the worst. It's the lowest of the lows. But what's the best Star Wars movie? That's right. It's the third movie. Anyway, moving on, Cody. I mean, I've got empirical evidence that says it's the last Jedi, but carry on. It's not. Last Jedi. From your mouth, dude. Dude, you want me to pull up our Star Wars rankings? Because we reviewed Last Jedi and we were like, oh, right, forgot was the best one. We reviewed it twice. But if you look at the first review, we hated it and then we loved it. And I thought, I was like, well, how? I always think to myself, why does everybody flip flop on this movie so much? And then I listened to our first one after redoing it and I was like, oh my gosh, we did it too. We're part of the problem, Cody. <laughs> Why are we gutless flip-floppers, okay? My point is, Cody, if you watch the pair scene, everybody knows the pair. Everybody knows the, you know, the it, that's the sound effects it needs, right? But you don't realize that all of their plates, their cups, their dishes, everything, all of, like, the metal reflective things they're wearing, all their dishes are glass. They're in a blue, they're in, like, a fake room with bright blue on every window. All right. But you could see the trees outside reflected in Anakin's plate, Cody. Nobody points that out. We all just remember the freaking pear. You could have just put a pear on the floor. So what I'm saying is, did you know, Cody, there, there's a point in the third, uh, the episode three, when Anakin and Obi-Wan are fighting, we all thought that's the best lightsaber fight. There's an entire scene that they didn't film, but George Lucas was like, I want it. Oh, should we get him back to film it? Nah, just do it in animation. And they animated it and nobody freaking noticed. These people were masters of their crafts and they were asked to do the worst stuff. And then Cody... And then they do a thing with a pair that makes it, you know, we go, and then we're all like, you guys suck. I just, Cody, I want an apology on their behalf from you for only ever noticing the pair and the weird way he rolls when he falls off the tick cow thing. And not the fact that there is no blue visible in a table full of glass dinnerware. Filmed on a blue screen stage. Should we dive right into it? Yeah, let's dive right into it. Cody. Miss this miss this plane to Spoiler Town with me, and let's just sit here in Spoiler Town instead of flying or training or whatever. Train? Fly? Train to Spoiler Town, USA, in Austria. During some period Tyler, of time. Tyler, I mean, talk to me about, are you going first or am I going? I mean, I mean, you don't have any notes, so obviously I need to go first. I mean, I guess I was going to say I can I'm go first. I'm not even going to ask you. I'm going to hop in and I'm going to say I'm heated, ready. but you know, you seem like you're do, not do, ready. Do, 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 do. Have you been starting the time already? Because I was hoping that would all count. No. None of that counted? None of that starting counted. now? No. All right, great. Tyler... <laughs> I've got a comp for you, all right? 
a comparison for the opening credit music, you're going to be like, no, no, you can't do it. You can't win me over with your rant. Yes, I can. As soon as the opening credit music started, I was like, oh, snap, it's SpongeBob music. Did it not sound exactly like the do-do-do-do-do? Do-do-do-do-do. You know the SpongeBob music? Oh, it sounded just like it, and I loved it. Loved every second of it. And let me tell you, I don't know what instrument it was. I know they showed that the intro, the big stringed instrument, it, I don't know, had a bunch of strings on it, and they were playing it the whole time. And I don't know what, I know it wasn't a mandolin, but in my brain it's a mandolin. And I, I mean, I got questions, you know? Was this movie supposed to be suspenseful? I don't know. Was it supposed to be a comedy? I'm not sure. But this music was playing all over the place, and it threw me. I couldn't tell. I couldn't tell if it was music for suspense, music for comedy, music for whimsy. I don't know what, because there are times when it's like, this movie's kind of silly, and then times you're like, I think this is like a serious film noir, but no, it isn't. Here's the thing. So I don't know. Am I just a psychopath? Is this just a dark night? repeat where I'm laughing when I'm not supposed to be laughing you know that's what I didn't know that's what I need to know from you because he's like Vienna's a cool city I don't know a bit bombed out not a problem though I was like this is this guy's hilarious I <laughs> his review of a city is like it's pretty good a little bit bombed up not worried about it you know and I don't know it got me and here's what I think would have made this movie a perfect 10 out of 10 if <laughs> there was a guy in every scene playing the music because it's just like a dude you know on a string instrument if he was in every scene i think this movie would have been a 10 out of 10 because like sometimes the music just isn't matching the vibe for me like the characters are acting their heart out then there's just like kind of silly spongebob background music happening you know so that's my first criticism you know if that if there was just a dude in the corner playing the instrument the whole time i think this movie would have been like a top 10 comedy of all time all right now alas he wasn't in there i think there's the movies kind of funny you know but i don't know that it's supposed to be but also i don't think that's a knock i look i i hinted at it you hinted at it there's a point in this movie where the guy that's supposed to have been dead the whole time isn't dead you know and that's when the movie starts okay Bailey spoiled it for me because she pulled up the IMDb and she's like, Orson Welles is in this. And I was like, well, we're 20 minutes in. He hasn't showed up, obviously. No, she even said who he played. I was like, oh, so he's alive. All right, whatever. It's fine. You know, it happens. Happens to the best of us. Sometimes it happens to the worst of us. Anywho, so I knew it maybe was coming, you know? I was like, either it's going to be a flashback or he's alive, you know? Right? It's one of the two. He's alive, and that makes a lot more sense. As soon as that kitty cat shows up, this movie takes off. And here's the thing. I know I talked bad about this movie because Orson Welles didn't direct it, but I'll say this. The moment that round-faced man showed up on screen, I was like, this dude's eating. This dude is gobbling up the scenery, and he's stealing every single scene, all right? He shows up, he doesn't even say anything. He shows up with a kitty cat at his feet and he's like, ooh, I'm here. Doesn't say anything. Bam, you're like, oh, new favorite character. Who was this idiot we've been following for the last hour? He's not even cool. All right? So, whatever. He meets him. He has a dialogue with him. He chases him. He's on the Ferris wheel, threatens his life. And I'm like, you know what? 
for a guy who's threatening to kill his best friend, this guy's pretty likable, you know? Like, I would hang out with this guy, you know, the kind of guy who's like, he might try to kill me once, but after that, we're going to have a good time. I loved Orson Welles in this movie. I thought he was great. And, you know, it was a fun movie as, as a film noir, you know? The use of the shadows and everything really, you know, it looks nice with the black and white, you know? It wasn't, like, the most aggressive use of shadow, but I thought it was effective, you know? I thought it was a good one. Um, You know, let's see what else. <laughs> I, I mean, what are my notes even? What, oh, my gosh. Yeah, the whole intro monologue is just hilarious. He's like... You know, it's a good business being in the smuggling stuff industry. You know, if you're not a pro, you couldn't handle it. And it shows like a dead guy in the river or something. I was like, cool, cool, cool. You know, it's a funny movie. It's a great movie. It's a comedy for all ages. I'm going to have to cut you off, Invite the whole family. Orson Welles is in this movie. Cody, I'm going to cut you off there. Shush, I'm going to start my timer. I'm going to get right into it. Hold on, let me get a drink. (coughs) Take a sip. Oh, yes. It's a little sip. Cody. Shush. Now, here's the thing. Okay, let's talk about the, the elephant in the room. You led me to believe, Cody, through the monologue at the beginning that you knew was going to be there. And I know you went back in time and you recorded that this would be a funny movie. I waited for the jokes. They never came. And I was upset. And I was like, what kind of movie is this supposed to be? And I looked it up and I was like, it's a thriller. I'm not very thrilled. That it's not funny, okay? I was mad about it. Also, Bailey, she's banned from spoiling movies for you anymore. You can tell her I said that. She's not allowed to spoil movies for you anymore. It's against the rules, okay? Uh, Here's the thing. All right, let's just, let's get into it. The guy who's telling, the guy doing his monologue at the beginning, let's talk about him for a second. That man, he's just talking to a guy, I imagine in a very, in like, He's not having a normal conversation, right? Like this guy, he's he's saying that, you know, like, oh yeah, Vienna, but this man's like this is like the guy at the, you know, like he's sitting there, he's like, So did you did you what what did you want to eat, sir? Like this is the waiter, right? He's saying this just to a waiter or something, right? Like he this is this is a real sir. This is a Wendy's kind of a situation. You know what I mean? Like, that's what I'm envisioning. Because he's like, he goes, like you say, he's going on a whole spiel. He's like, no, yeah, everyone was racketeering back in the day. I was racketeering. They were racketeering. Everyone, your mom was racketeering, your other mom, and she racketeered him over there. And they are all racketeering. We were just a bunch of racketeering people. Everybody was a racketeer. Every, I racketeered Jim. Well, Jim racketeered those people over there, racketeer. And it's like, okay, I understand the crime that's being committed. Let's move it on a little bit. Let's move on from this. Let's move on from the subject matter of the specific crimes being committed. Because I feel like you could have just been like, you know, it was wild. It was, it this is basically what this guy said. <sighs> It's wild out here in these streets. That's what he said. That's the entirety of what he said, okay? That's the, a whole speech anyway. And then, how does he end it? He's like, oh, anyway, I was going to tell you the thing. And then the movie begins. And then he proceeds to presumably tell you 
the listener the story of the movie, but you see the movie much as you know, you envisioned it, where a guy who writes. All right, let's ask this question: Is he a is he a famous writer or not? Because he's like, I'm not famous, and then like so many people are like, Oh, I know your novels. You've written a bunch, and I'm like, Back then, westerns were so popular. Those were such popular books. Everyone loved them. That'd be like, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, like someone like George R. Martin or Brandon Sanderson or J.K. Rowling being like, yeah, I don't know. I guess I'm kind of popular. I'm not a real author, though. And then, and then somebody being like, I've never heard of you. I don't know your books. This other guy said he was going to give me a book. Anyway, your friend is dead. You know, like that's every conversation he had in the beginning. And then everyone's like, Harry, he's the best. He's the bomb diggity. Bomb.com. Cat only likes Harry. That's how cool he is. Then Cat reveals some guy, some random man that you've never seen before. He's never been described. He's nowhere to be found. He's just there. And you're like, and then I thought to myself, I said out loud, I said, I bet that's Harry. But they really just sat on him and he gave his little like, here's why I don't like Orson Welles. Did the smirk? I hate him now. Nothing he will ever do will win him back. Will win it back for me now. That smirk he did, like, you know who I am. No, I don't, Orson Welles. You died, like, you died nine years before I was born, you old fart. Tell me who you are. Introduce a character once in a while, all right? You said one thing once on a deathbed in a movie, and now everybody's like, it's the best. Guess what? I have talked to people who have seen Citizen Kane. They said it's not very good. But also, Harry Lime was a terrible person, and he seems like he was never a good person, and Ollie knew it the whole time. Tyler, I'm going to have to cut you off right there. You know, you had me at whatever you said, and you lost me at the Orson Welles hate. Look. I've never seen an Orson Welles directed movie, despite my best effort of watching this movie. <laughs> so I can't speak to any of the movies he's directed, but you know, I loved him in this. So good. He was so great. So round, let's talk so about soft. this. Craven. Is that his name? Craven? Craven. Craven. How'd you pronounce it? He yeah. was such a vibe. You know, he was just hanging out. I, these dudes. Okay. My question is, all these people knew he was dead, but he wasn't. At least a couple friends did or didn't. I don't know. It was real fun to watch these people talk circles around the main guy who's like, you know, he's the true crime podcaster who comes to town and is like, I'm going to solve this murder. And it's like, no, you're going to get killed by either the police or the mob, but probably both, you know? And I loved that he just came in with that energy and everyone was just like, nah, there were two people, whatever. He's not dead. He's not alive. That would be stupid. Like, why'd you bring it up, though? You know? Anyway, he had a puppy the whole time. He went through that whole scene, didn't even realize he's got a puppy. You know? That's a different guy at the beginning. Keep went up there at the cafe and he's talking to a guy. Didn't even notice he had a puppy till the end of the scene. I was like, I got to rewatch this whole scene. He had a puppy the whole time, you know? Craven, was he the guy? Ugh, darn it, which guy is which? Whatever. There's a bunch of dudes. Bar Here's uh, the thing. Baron, Baron was the guy who's like, 
here's the thing. Okay, you're talking about Craven. I'm gonna talk about. I'm gonna bring up the Baron. Who Baron is in quotes, and I love it when they do that because it's like, oh yeah, <laughs> the Baron, and you're like, okay, cool. We're in another country. That's fine. You know, there's probably a Baron, and then it's like Baron. You know, it's like <laughs> if I went by Cowboy Cody. You know, <laughs> and she's like, yeah, Cowboy Cody. You know, but <laughs> the Baron is like. Baron is the epitome of like what was the game where it's like find the anime protagonist in the crowd. Baron is the anime protagonist <laughs> of this story. This guy is like, like he's like they shot a whole other movie where he's the star, and they were like, well, he's already here on set. We might as well use him for a scene, you know. I, I just feel like every conversation they had, right, is like when I'm tired and I'm just like a little loopy and I'm having fun or I'm pl- and I'm playing like D and D or like a video game. And I just like say, you know what? F it. Yeah. What's up, dude. Hey King. Yeah. You know, how's it going? You know what? I will guess what your advisor. He's super evil. You know, like, just like, let's throw it to the wind. Let's see what happens. Let's tell everybody exactly what's happening here. I feel like that's what Baron was doing. Like this guy fully knew everything that was going on the whole time. And he's like, mm, I'm here to help. Oh, is he dead? Mm, there was only two people for sure. Only two people, <laughs> except maybe there was a third. Who could the third man have been, Cody? Anyway, ta-ta now. You know, like, that's the Baron's energy. And I was like, I'm here yeah. for it, you know? Baron's here. So this guy, Holly would have gone home in 15 minutes if Baron hadn't been there. He was like, now hold on, sir. What if I keep you here for just a touch longer? And I, you know, that's what every good story needs, right? It needs that, like, oh, all right, let's wrap it up. And then you need a, a little Baron to come in and just be like, but what if? I just like what? threw a pipe bomb. Oh, yeah. I mean, who was the guy? Was the Baron or the other guy who was, maybe it was the police captain, but they like, dug up the dead body and they're like he was quite dead you know I'm like i just for a movie that's listed as a thriller that it was hilarious you know let's talk about the other scene that i told you look maybe i'm just a sociopath and that's very likely yeah i couldn't catch the vibe of any of these scenes between the silly music and the subject matter i didn't know what was going on but remember when what's his name dies and then his grandchild slash child slash yeah. mischievous middle-aged man in a little boy's body um, <laughs> I was gonna rolls ask you around about the this. corner. <laughs> he's like, he's he's like, hey, get him, you know? <laughs> what does he say anyway? I he don't know. What something is. in in Austrian or German, saying a right? bunch like, of stuff in German like or something. And my note is. The child thirsts for revenge, and he just sicks the mob on him, and I just, I loved it. You know, I loved it so much, because I was like, I think something bad's happening, but look at his wholesome little round face, you know? Well, like, at the same time, right, this kid, okay, no, let's let's dissect the reasoning of the child. He's like, this man was in the apartment yesterday. Grandpa or old man lover of child died today. You were last adult seen with old man. 
you killed old man one day after seeing him kill the um, the guy yep kill the writer yep that was great i mean I, it was a great scene I just, what i don't <laughs> i also he runs away and is like whatever it's fine i'm just going to leave town and he drinks all night or something i don't know it's hard. It's been like a whole two days since I've seen the movie. How am I supposed to track any of this stuff? Anyway, he goes to... Well, look. My note is the vibe in this strip club is all wrong. I think really it was a bar with a belly dancer in it. But man, was I confused. I don't know. He's like drinking. There's someone playing music. There's like a belly dancer. And then there's other people there too. I don't know. It just seemed like they didn't know what they were doing. You know? Yeah, I mean, that's every old movie ever, you know? Cool. I mean, if you want to win awards, I've seen, like, six old movies, and four of them have, like, a random belly dancer slash strip club scene. So I guess that's just part of the formula, you know? There's this one. There's The Graduate. I guess that's about it, you know? But that's two of them. <laughs> okay, let me tell you. Here's the thing. Okay, Cody, I'm going to... Remember in The Graduate when Dustin Hoffman is like, yeah. I'm having sex with this girl's mom so i gotta ruin this first date i better take her to a strip club do you remember that scene no that's in the graduate i just want to tell you that all right carry on here's how you make a successful movie in the 40s and back in the the dizzy all right as they say all you have to do is find a middle-aged man that looks like he has the face and head of a f- two-year-old, and he can do a little, <laughs> little smirk, little, little smirk, hmm. yeah. And you found yourself the biggest movie star in the world, and just put him in anything, put him in any random crap movie, and you're like, everybody's like, I mean, can we give you two Oscars this year? Can we give you? two Oscars for every award? Can you win all the awards and get two Oscars for the award? Can we just give you the giant Oscar that goes behind the presenters? You know, that's the secret. Let me tell you why we played ourselves. This isn't even in IMDb's top four known four movies of Orson Welles. It's not even one of the four. I thought this was number two. I thought it was Citizen Kane, Third Man. IMDb saying Citizen Kane, Touch of Evil, Lady from Shanghai, and The Trial. Those are the four movies. You know, oh, before, you such know? amazing films that have stood the test of time. Everyone remembers, and we all love. You know, if I called up anybody right now and I said, you remember where you were when you saw Shanghai Sun or whatever? They would say, I remember it well. I remember Orson Welles was in it. Yeah. And there was some questionable depictions of Asian characters, but we forgave it because Orson Welles looks like a child with a man's body. That's the one. Yep. Um my point Track is nobody remembers here. anything that any of these old people were in. Uh did the trial. Just, you know. Old movies, old, like, you know, move on. Well, he directed Othello. He did Shakespeare stuff. He directed Macbeth in 48. Man. All right. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know who this guy is, you know? I don't know what his problem is. I just know he's a legend. 
But it's like, here's, okay. Here it is. Prep yourself. Orson Welles is to movies what I think Babe Ruth is to baseball. It's like, Boy. yeah, when everything sucks and you're pumping so many steroids that you're probably going to die when you're 35. You're the best. But if you drop them in today, this man couldn't get a single movie greenlit. And if he crowdfunded one, does everyone would be like all the snoots like yourself would be like Orson Welles. He's back from the dead one night only to be in a movie. It would be a turd like no other. Well, this is what's weird about it, too. If you look at Academy Awards, he has one win. No. Yeah, one win for best screenplay for Citizen Kane, nominated best director, nominated best actor. I mean, is it just that he's the first actor, writer, director, triple threat ever? He also has the win. He's the winner of the 71 Honorary Award for Superlative Artistry, Versatility in the Creation of Motion Pictures. Yeah, so that's it. Those are his Academy Awards, which is weird for such a, you know. For such a huge name, he's For got one of the great one Oscar win, one film nominated, and that's it. Cody, I don't but, think you, you understand. Know, it was a movie that it was a movie that you know changed the way we think about what movies do. Probably oh, once again, haven't seen best. it, have never seen a movie he's hmm. directed. But ooh, those smirk! You're telling me you didn't like. You're telling me you didn't like him on the Ferris wheel threatening to murder his best friend that he invited. Here's the thing. He invited him. He's like, hey, come to Vienna. I got a job for you. You're a successful writer. Also, not a successful writer. But yes, you're well known. Also, you're not good at it. He shows up. He's not there to take care of him. He lets him get rattled around for two weeks. Then he shows up and is like, hey, I'll kill you. <laughs> like, wait, hold on. <laughs> Who are you? You and your best friends from back in the day, you invited him here to inv to threaten him? I don't know. I got questions about him. I mean, I guess the, the point is, right, he's just kind of a grifter, right? Like, he's not a good dude. He's the grifter. They know each other from back in the day. I don't know. Such an interesting character. Oh, what a great dude. Look at that face. And here's the thing. This is my other favorite thing about this movie because this is it's sort of a staple of like the old Hollywood movies, like the film noir movies. But it's like you've kind of got a will they, won't they romance, right? And this one's kind of a love triangle, right? Because it's like the guy likes the girl, but the girl's in love with Orson Welles, who's dead, but he's not really. But also Orson Welles doesn't care enough about this woman to tell him he's still alive, you know? And so he's still, once again, just a terrible person. But let's talk about our leading lady because you know what? And this is my last note. At least she's loyal. You know, good for her in the face of the accusation that her lover is not only a bad person, but also faked his own death and also has done nothing to contact her. She's like, you know what? I don't like you, whatever your name is, guy, you know? And I really... I really respect that, you know, about her, that she's like, and I kind of liked that it was, it was a weird ending to a movie, but also great because he gets to Harry, what's his name? Harry Lime gets him killed in the police chase, <gasps> turns him in, betrays him. The lady knows he betrayed him. 
It's a whole rigmarole. At the end, he's like, oh, I'm going to stay behind and see if I can help her. And then she just walks right past him, gives him the cold shoulder. Good for her, you know? Was she right? No, she was definitely wrong. But also, I respect it. Mia, here's the thing, Cody. I've told you all the reasons, you know, like, I, you know, the fact that you're still sitting here saying, oh, the movie, so good. And I've been sitting here tearing it to shreds, breaking down everything that it could possibly hold up as a, as like a hope for it being good. But here's the thing, Cody. Oh, here's, here, Cody, come here. Come closer. Meaning. Hold on. Let me close this picture of your baby that I pulled up because I didn't realize that you sent it to me. It's a cute baby. Yeah, thanks. The movie is in black and white, Cody. That's what you don't understand. It makes what? it prettier than all the other movies. That's the rule. But also, here's the thing about these old movies is that I feel like the one thing that these old movies did that movies nowadays they just don't do right good movies don't do i guess i should say movies that anybody goes and watches don't do i'm sure plenty of the movies that you've gone to see do this but no movie i've gone to go see in theaters does this where one they leave it open-ended did he did he did he cody did he shoot him he mm. shot the gun. Did he kill him? Mm. There's no hints. There's no like, well, if you watch it 8,000 times backwards and then mail a sample of your blood to Orson Welles, he'll tell you, you know, nothing like that. There's no like, there's no real like, <laughs> like full closure, but also it's like, yeah, you know, the beginning half of this movie where he was investigating the death. That was all pointless, meaningless, and a huge waste of time. Anyway, moving on to the second half of the movie, which I hate, but I respect so much because it's like, you got me. You know what I mean? Mm. But also, he sat there, listened to all these people be like, Harry's such a good guy. And he's like, yeah, Harry's a good guy. And then the second the cops were like, yeah, no, Harry's a bad guy. You're like, yeah, no, I mean, he's a bad guy. Like, he's always been pretty bad. Like, he was, he stole blood from old ladies when we were seven, you know, or whatever. Like, I can't remember, you know, like the, it's like if you grew up with Hitler, you know, little baby Hitler, and he was, he was, you know, it's like, is that like the Muppet Babies? Is that the yeah, German exactly. Muppet Babies? He's like fully, fully the guy, but he's yeah. just tiny. And you grew up with him <laughs> and you, you, and he was out there, you know, drawing maps in the sand and <laughs> forcing his little crab army to invade tiny little sand Poland, you know, and out there like do it, you know, just taking things and just like, I don't know, gassing all of the blue crabs or whatever. You know what I mean? Hmm. And then you got older and everybody's like, he's a great guy. And you said, yeah, he's a good guy. And then they're like, you know what? Actually, he's killing a lot of crabs. And you were like, hey, would you be shocked? Or would you not be like, are you sure he's a good guy? Are you sure he's not out here 
trying to commit genocide on a certain race of crabs. You know what I'm saying? I hear exactly what you're saying. I think what you're missing is, what if you were friends with baby Hitler, but the whole time you were baby Goebbels? And I think that's kind of what it is, because he's, <gasps> he's not a worse. good dude, right? Like, what's the main guy's name? Uh, Holly, Holly Martins. He, like, admits, right? Like, I wasn't a good dude. I drank too much. And, like, so I think they're good friends from back in the day, but they were both not good dudes. And so, like, oh, he's a good dude in that, like, he was a close friend of mine. But he wasn't a good dude. Like, they, neither of them are really good people. And so it's Holly Martins is there. And when he sees the effects of them selling the whatever messed up drugs that cause all the babies to go to the hospital with the sad bears, then that's when he's like, maybe I need to be a good person, even if it costs me a friendship or even if it, you know... And so that's what I think makes the movie interesting is that uh, you don't know much about Harry Lyme. You don't know much about Holly Martins, except that like, I don't know, Martins doesn't blow you away and is also like, yeah, I write books. They're not that good. Some people are like, don't those books suck? But then some people are like, I know that book. I even read one of them once, you know? I don't know. I also really enjoyed him going to the lecture. <laughs> like some guys like, you write books. You should come be a guest lecturer. Then <laughs> it's like, you know, it would be like if someone's like, you know, I don't know if you invited you Dave Pilkey. If you invited like Dave Pilkey to do a lecture at Oxford, it's like, yeah, you do books and they're great books, but also, I don't think you're, you know, here to do a dissertation on Hamlet. You know, anyway, it was real. Anyway, I don't. That's my thing. He's not a good dude. Neither is Harry Lyme. And uh, whereas, I don't know, you see Harry Lyme for how bad he is. Holly Martin's does decide maybe it's time to change. You know. How, here's the thing, though, like, right, because, I mean, it's such an old movie, like old black and white movie kind of mentality, right, where he's like, we were both bad. I drank too much and he gave tainted medicine to children that sent <laughs> thousands to the hospital or to death. Mm -hmm. We're both bad men, you know, and it's like, yeah. OK, let's back it up a little bit here. OK. Maybe maybe there's some shades of gray here. You know what I mean? Like yeah. maybe we need to like. But also like, like what is this? Holly Martin showed up what? to help with the racketeering, right? Like that was what he just knew it was a job. Look, all right. He look when right. your friend who only when you're a drunkard and your money. friend who's been in getting in trouble his whole life invites you to come take a job. You know, you go and do it in a war. No questions country. asked. <laughs> Yeah, like I look, didn't know that about friend... Vienna, though. It was interesting, like the history of because I knew like Berlin mm -hmm. after World War Two was separated into like, you know, sections for the countries to run. I didn't realize Vienna was the same way. Yeah, I mean, because they all wanted the power. Right. But they know they wanted they say, so, you know, they done the stuff right because they wanted control of the countries. But then everybody was like. No, but I want control of the countries. Mm -hmm. Here's the thing. The only people that actually wanted control of the countries was the U.S. and the Russians. Everyone else, it feels like, if you're reading a history book, obviously they were there for a long time. Let's talk about this for a second. Like, British and French, out of places like this, they were just, like, there for, like, 15 minutes, and then, like, cool, so you guys got this, right? And then left. <laughs> <laughs> they're like you guys are on your own now 
hey, look, how about, how about this? We'll just make the, it will do the, it was just, you know, look, hey, guess what? There's a stack of bricks. You guys can rebuild the city, right? You good. All right. See ya. And uh, they left. And then uh, the U.S. and Russia could, proceeded to split a bunch of countries in half. And now we have North and South everything. But Cody, the South and most countries are the good guys. And in America, they were the bad guys. So get their, that through your head because I had problems with that when I was a kid. It confused Tiny Tyler. It confused me. Cody, North and South, how can the South be the good guys? The South are the bad guys. Yep, that's true. That's why you don't learn too much. It mixes up your brain, you know? You just got to look I, pretty, sweetheart. You know what I'm saying? Just give us right. a smile. All right, now get out there. Get out there and give us a show. All right, yeah, yeah. What was the play? That's what I want to know. Was it a or, sexy oh, play? Orson Welles worked one week on this film. That checks out. <laughs> You're telling me the guy who had three scenes was only here for a week? Yeah, this, I mean, it just gives me the vibes of like that, like Apocalypse Now, where they're like, well, we had a plan. It's based on a book. It didn't work out because the guy that I wanted to play a thing showed up late, overweight, and never read any of his lines. So, so oh, we man. rewrote it. Um, it. Oh, that was, what a So good. Um, but, I thought the use of Dutch angles was interesting. You and your Dutch angles, all right? Just well, know. I did when they did it. I was like, okay, I actually think I know why they did it. But just it's interesting, right? One of those things where it's like, if you do it now, it's considered like cheesy, or you know, or it's just like a reference referential thing. Whereas like this is a movie that like, hey, this was like when this was a new technique. You know, they were experimenting around. So just kind of cool. It was interesting to see an old movie using that. But I thought it made sense, you know, but I, I was trying to piece together like, okay, is the Dutch angle when someone's lying or is it just to declare the, you know, the, is it to say that character's an unreliable person or is it just because the guy's disoriented, you know what I'm saying? So I was trying to piece it together. It's like some of these scenes don't have Dutch angles, you know, and I never piece it together, but it made me think about it, you know, that's something. Yeah. It's something to think about for sure. Something to ponder on. What play did you want to know about? So when he goes and it's the when he goes and meets the lady for the first time and they're doing like oh, a yeah. a play with a dude and I'm like, is this supposed to be like a sexy play? Because there's a lot of clothes happening for this to be a sexy play. But right. then it seems like everyone treated her like she was like if the movie came out today, she would have been a stripper. But I'm like, but this is a play with a bunch of French people. Yeah, I don't know. I yeah, I don't know. But then she was also like, I can't do drama. I only do comedies, right? Yeah. So I think it was a comedy. Maybe it was just one of those body comedies, you know, where they make yeah. a they make a sex reference and people blush and laugh. And yeah, and they're all speaking a different language. Oh, here we go. You here love we it. go. Are you ready? I'm ready. Since Orson, I'm I'm in the trivia, by the way. Since oh, Orson Welles refused to be filmed in Vienna's sewers, his close-ups were shot in London film studios while a body double was used for his wide shots. The resulting footage is said to be about 85% Vienna, 15% London. What a hero. He refused to be shot in Vienna's like, yeah, sewers. No, I'm not going to go to Vienna to sit in a sewer so you can take pictures of me. That's great. Orson Welles seems like a bad person, right? Not if you ask his daughter. 
got Here's owned the thing. by the studios probably. I know so little about him. You know who else liked him? H.G. Wells when he met him once when he pulled over on the side of the road to ask for directions and the person he asked was Orson Wells and they hung out which I don't believe a single word of that story but it's in the trivia that's amazing um, this says when it was distributed in America they replaced the narration at the beginning to help explain um, the status of Vienna after World War II it's after World War II then why don't they have flashlights? 11 minutes of the film was cut out of Selznick's uh, version. That's a good question. Because I was like, oh, this is probably after World War II. And then they used torches many times. And I'm like, okay. That's weird. It also says they cut out, in one of the versions of the film, they cut out like the references to Holly Martin's alcoholism and stuff to make him seem more heroic. Hmm. He's a hero. So it's just him being like, I was a bad person too. Says this is very popular in anyway. the UK and Austrians didn't like it. I love that, you know? Austrians look. I love that trivia fact because it's also like, who said that, you know? You talk here's to what, the Austrians. Here's what I need from Austria. Before you do anything else, all right? Before you do anything else going forward, because I know we get people from random places, so someone in Austria is going to hear this. I need you to go, and I need you to sit down as a country, and I need you to rethink the entrance criteria to your art schools. Because I feel like if you guys are just, a, if you lax them up a little bit, we can avoid some future headaches. My thing is, like, it's art school, bro. It's all subjective. How can you kick someone out, you know? Aren't you just there to make money, you know? And that's really what the education system's about. It's about jacking up those prices and making the big bucks. According to this, Orson Welles did write his own dialogue. <clears throat> so there you go. Also okay, no, 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 because that goes back to my point, is that I bet he didn't write anything. He was just like, no, that's not what my character would say. And it's like, all right, what is your character's name? Does it or, matter? Orson I bet Wilde that's a conversation. Wrote his own dialogue, and the fingers coming through the grill was his idea. <laughs> but with him not being in Vienna, they had to use the director's fingers for the shot. Also, he uh, Orson Welles starred in a British radio series called The Adventures of Harry Lyme, which is a prequel series to this movie um, from 1951 and 1952, based on the early adventures of Harry Lyme. So there you go. The hero. <laughs> Man. Tyler, so what? Did you like it? Did you not like it? Did we miss anything? You know, did you? Oh, anything I mean, we, I mean, I know you didn't take an any notes, long. but, you know, did you miss any notes? Nah, it's, you know, it's the third man. Who was the third man? It was Harry. It was Harry Lyme. Harry he Lyme the is third the man. third man. Solved it. Nailed it. Good job. Um, do you want to slap a rating on as the question? Like, I don't think you're prepared, but I will ask you. I'm going to give it a B, Cody. Oh, it came out Tyler, swimming. you're not going to believe it. I was going to give it a B. Oh, you old so-and-so. Here's the thing. I think the back half of this movie for me is like an A or A-. I thought it was really interesting, really compelling. I liked the character. I liked... 
the turn in the middle of the movie. I liked the ending that it like wasn't no sappy Hollywood ending. She was straight up like, my life's ruined. You're lame. I don't want to talk to you. You know, and I really respected that. I was confused by a lot of the movie, but I loved the back half, you know. And if the first half was a little bit more like that, I might have rated it higher. But, you know, it was solid. I liked it. Yeah, I mean, I think at the end of the day, it's just like, it's a good little story, right? Which I feel like, you know, like you get, you hear it all the time, right? They're like, oh, they don't, it's all just franchises and remakes or whatever, except for the crappy indie movies, you know? Like, the only, I feel like the only movies that have this kind of a scope nowadays are freaking horror movies, and I'm mad about it. Yeah. Nobody likes horror movies, right? Mm-hmm. They're bad, and we all hate them, Cody. So, I just, I think that's why I always get won over by the black and white movies, because they're just, it's always Built just different. a fun little story. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like, they're, they're well, not I- like... They're not worried about like, oh, will this movie play well in this region or to this demographic? They're just like, is this a good story? And did we do a good job? And then they're like, yep, here you go, people. And then they make $13,000 <laughs> opening weekend, Cody. Ooh. Well, that's the other thing. I don't know. The reason why I like the back half of the movie, I think, is like the first half. I don't know if I'm that interested in Holly Martin's character. I mean, he's like real nosy. He's... You know, when there's a murder investigation or, not, you know, like he's like buzzing around the police's business. He's obviously not that smart. But then as soon as Harry Lyme pops in the picture, it's it gets real interesting for him, you know, because it's like, what you can do? You're going to rat him out. You're not going to rat him. What are you going to, you know, you're going to sit on the sidelines. Still going to run away. What you doing? You know? And so it made his character so much more interesting because so much of the movies them him talking to all Harry Limes' friends, Harry Limes' lover, his business partner, and they're like, what a good dude, you know, you know all about him, you know why he's a good dude. And then, you know, once he shows up and you're like, oh, right, he's a bad dude, they're all bad dudes, you know. I love I love how interesting that made it. Yeah, and I mean, to, to the a point, like, the Baron did show up, and I, I can't remember what he said, right? sorry sorry baron showed up and uh was like oh yeah no i can't, i don't even know what he was giving him but he was basically like gonna give uh holly something right and he's like yeah harry was worried about his friends and wanted to make sure they were taken care of so like had he just taken whatever that was i don't even remember what it was but it was something where it's like, oh, no, like Harry Lyme was like, I'm going to fake my death and run away and uh, keep making all this money from killing babies. And uh, but I want my friends to be taken care of so that he can kill himself with alcoholism. You know, like that's the kind of friend yeah. I want. You well, know it I mean? was also weird, too, that like he tried to save what's her name from being deported to a predatory government or whatever and then she was like bag that you're acting weird i'm gonna i'm gonna stay here like i don't know you know yeah so it was the russians not gonna work out well for her you know the russians it's always the russians and the british police is like hey don't 
murder her and they're like sorry gotta do it i yeah. feel like it you know i also like with i love the when setup. like corrupt police are like sorry it's orders i like, mean no it's they're not, not <laughs> you corrupt. Can do whatever you want okay let here's okay let's topic because here's the thing right they're not gonna explain this in this movie i don't know if you know this cody mm. but in every war they fight in russia oof here's how russia fights wars what if we killed you by suffocating you under the sheer weight of dead Russian bodies? That's how they fight wars, and it's worked out great so far. All right? And so at the end of the war, they're like, cool. There's very few Russians left. All Russians now come Russia. And then so it was like, you're kind of Russian. Come back to Russia. But a lot of Russians were like, but Russia is super communist. And I don't want to do that. And they're like, that's too bad. So they're not necessarily corrupt. They're just like, hey, we need Russians to have Russian babies. Did you did you track the whole uh Russia's UN debacle from a well like last week or the week before? No, I haven't yeah, done I don't I haven't know when it was. It was recently, but it was like Russia was like, We're in charge of the committee this month. Let's have a vote on why we're totally chill. And then everyone else was like nope not voting on that you guys are maniacs anyone want to second that and the rush is like that's not a cool vote i vote to devote your vote that we're not being chill about this whole war thing <laughs> and like everyone's like sorry dude you are out of control it was very interesting it was like 90 people voted against russia four people voted with russia and one of russian russia's allies was like we're just not gonna vote i was like "Ooh, that's a bad look <laughs> Yeah, oh, no, that no. is Uh-oh. when their closest allies are like, Meh. but uh, yeah, see, Russia, they've never been the most popular. But you know what? Here's the thing. They're out here. These guys, they're just doing what they're told to do. They're like, got to follow protocol. That's the thing, Cody. Look, they're not following their protocol. They're following our protocol, comrade. OK, yeah. I mean, I'd give it a B, you know? Yeah, you know? If I watched it again, I'd, give... I'd watch the scene with the puppy, I'd watch the intro monologue. With the cat. And I'd skip forward to the kitty cat, you know? That's how I get it. I did like, so here's the thing. I think that scene is the best because it it's like the pacing of that scene, that's like the kind of thing that I'm like, they should be throwing this into like film studies classes, right? Where it's like, you know, she sets it up, very subtly with the like oh yeah no he doesn't like anybody he, the only person he ever really liked was harry and then it's like long enough that it's like not like immediately like quick do the thing you know like yeah i feel like so often happens now but soon enough that you're not like where where did this cat come from it's like oh the cat's yeah. rubbing up against somebody oh uh, you know so it yeah. makes it nice because it gives you enough time to figure it out on your on your own and then they're like here's that actor that you've probably heard of playing who knows who Tyler I liked it you're welcome it was a good movie you're welcome it was great. for the Cody's Corner you're welcome for another black and white movie you know are we gonna do the thing are we gonna yeah you better the pop device? open the device got the device I thought it was open it's not it's downloaded and it's Ooh. opening Better open it. Oh, are you ready to divine, divine the, the film. film? 
Silence. <gasps> oh, is this the one dang. with the guys okay. doing the thing? This is the one I put on here just for you because you complained yeah. about how we didn't. You did. You wanted it. This wasn't. I put this on the list for you, so you're welcome. Cody, is this the movie with the uh, Adam Driver and Andrew Garfield and Liam Neeson? Uh, it sure is. Oh, I wanted. I've been wanting to watch this movie for so long. I just talked about this movie with my cousin the other day, and I was like, "That movie was kind of long, right?" Two hours. She's like, "No, that's like a three-hour-long movie." I was like, "Oh, it's three hours and one minute." You, yeah, Yeah, it's a three-hour movie. It's free. Better on YouTube. Up peanut butter cup. All right, are you ready? It's going down. Well. We're, I mean, Tyler, you're not going to be able to get through this movie. There's no, it's three whole hours, and then you got to last no, a whole another wait. 60 seconds. The the YouTube, so it's for free on YouTube. It's two hours and 40 minutes on YouTube. Explain mm. that to me with your precious science. What? <laughs> it's two hours and 40 minutes on Paramount Plus, too. What is happening? This, this goes deeper than we could have ever. Oh, my gosh. Well, this is going to be a good one. All right. Well, Tyler, just want to say thanks to the listeners, to the real ones, to the OGs. Like us, share us, review us, rate us, follow us, worship us. And until next time, watch movies. And have opinions. The device, it, it works in mysterious ways, you know? I didn't, when I put this on the list, I was like, it'll be three years before, you know, Tyler gets to watch this. And and here we are. Looks so good. It's all hail, all hail device, all hail device, all hail device. Device is so much better than machine, dude. You have no idea. That's what you understand. You're out here. First off, you're precious, precious to the machine. No, the device all day, every day. First off, let's be clear on one thing. I mm. made named, made and named both of them. <laughs> so they're both mine. I don't know why you're getting all uppity <laughs> about it. You're like Orson Welles. Show up here, make a movie, win an Oscar, and then ride on your, you know, you, everyone thinks out here you got the machine. No, it's the device. And if it weren't for the device, you'd be nothing. Yeah, you're right. Also, you got a good job, so there's that too. You know, whatever. Yeah. Ooh. Tiny wiener, though. No, no, you're supposed to say no. You no, you say no. No, yeah, what? Whatever. Wait. <laughs>